Downsizing. Downsizers need more incentive to make the move. To comment on this, Brian Stevens. Brian is the founder and CEO of MyBricks. Hello, Brian. Thank you for coming on the program. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm well, thanks. With an ongoing housing crisis with no end in sight, and there really does appear to be no end in sight, rapidly aging population, you say more needs to be done to encourage older Australians to downsize or right-size to help free up existing housing stock. Look, I can see that this makes sense, but uh, I just want to make my position clear from the beginning. I don't think that somebody who's lived in a house for 30 years and is happy living there should be pressured to get out. But your point is that if they do want to get out, there are too many obstacles in the way. Is that right? That's correct. There is so many hurdles they have to jump over and so much money they have to pay. When If they sit there and do nothing, they, they don't have to pay anything. They don't have to do anything. It's just crazy that we're, we're, that we're trying to get people to move and downsize and resize mm. without giving them incentive to do it. So where do you think changes need to be made? Well, across the board, like you look at from stamp duty through to you know GST and and uh, pension effects, there's there's so many different opp- opportunities to give downsizers an incentive. Hmm. Like every time a, a house is bought and sold, the government makes thousands and thousands of dollars in stamp duty from the people that buy your house and the house you buy. So it comes back to stamp duty as much as anything else. Is there any chance, do you think, that governments would actually forego stamp duty because they do love the revenue from it? Oh, well, they're addicted to it, aren't they, really? Yeah. Uh, the, in some states, they have done some minor things on stamp duty. But, you know, there's, there's a whole school of thought that's saying, if we, if we reduce the stamp duty, what they'll do is instead of downsizing, they'll upsize. But that's not the point. The point is it's freeing up, um, you know, four-bedroom houses in the suburbs for families. And if someone has got one of those and they move to a penthouse by the sea, that's okay. Yeah, It still, it still frees up that, that family home. So that's kind of the picture we're looking at, isn't it? Families growing up, that phrase, empty nesters, don't need the four-bedroom house anymore, maybe sick of the garden upkeep or whatever. So if they move to a, a two-bedroom place with a view, good for them. Certainly. It's good for them and it's good for everybody, but there's no incentive to do it. it as soon as they start to um, materialise that home where there's no capital gain, there's no taxes, no anything, they turn it into something else, like a smaller property and some cash, mm. there's a whole bunch of issues that come up. An effect on pensions and, and these people are, you know, obviously asset rich and cash poor and they're trying to get some... Uh, funds to improve their lifestyle and all they do is get taxed on it you know deeming rates and um all these other um effects on uh potential capital gains and everything they touch they you know agent sales commissions get gst on there's there's so many different things that they have to pay to move on so when they want to swap the four bedroom two bathroom two garage for as we said you know, two better in place, maybe with a nice view. They're going to, uh, if they make any kind of profit, immediately upset their superannuation arrangements and/or their pension. That's right. Like a lot of the people that, that 
but are in this situation are not self-funded retirees. They're relying on the pension. So mm. anything you anything you get affects your pension. You can't have more than three hundred thousand dollars in a in cash without affecting your pension in some way. Right. And, and then everything you put into the bank, they 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 have deeming rates on it and charge you tax on that. So what are the chances that this might change? I mean, who has to make the move? Well, the problem is there's too many governments involved, isn't it? The state government blames the federal government, blames the state government, and everyone's pointing the finger at everybody else. But they need to have a you know, a coordinated strategy to this. There's, the, the, the answers are pretty simple, the, but nobody wants to take on the, um, the, the big challenge of, of doing that. Why is that? Because of the loss of revenue or because of the interference in each other's, you know, somebody's going to be saying, that's my turf, get off? Well, I think revenue plays the biggest part in that. You look at you look at what happens if, um, you know, someone sells a, 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 a two or three million dollar property. And in Sydney, that's not too hard to have hmm. a two or three dollar property. You know, there's, there's you know, maybe um, 150000 $200,000 worth of stamp duty they have to pay. And when, when they buy new property, if they buy it for one and a half, there's another hundred grand. You don't sound too optimistic that things are likely to change anytime soon. Well, if, if Alba wants to give me a call, I've got a four-point plan for him to implement. <laughs> All right. Appreciate your time and comments, Brian. Thank you for that. No worries, Mike. Thank you very much. Brian Stevens, founder and CEO of MyBricks.